little bit of a dance jam here. Take me back to Miami, baby. Miami. What what are you like on a dance floor, Bundes? On a dance floor? Yeah. Got that claw uh, I mean, foot. we've joked, slow you down. joked joked a lot about how I am on a, on a dance floor. Like I like to have glow sticks or something, so I, it gives me a reason to lift Put my hand in the up, air. Yeah, just do that kind of thing. <laughs> what, what's your? Um, well, I was younger. I I used to like you know we used to hit the dance floor, but as I got older, I stopped dancing. <laughs> Why? Because um, I always just felt like I looked silly. Yeah, well, you, everybody <laughs> looks a little silly, especially guys. But I yeah. I, will, I will dance, but it's more like I'm kind of reluctant. I'm the guy kind of leaning at the bar, letting the girl dance in front of me, and I'm watching her. Oh. And then she kind of like comes <laughs> up to me and is trying to be playful with me. And if she pulls me out of the dance floor, like I'll twirl her around. I'll spin. Like I know how to dance. I just You'll I don't I don't want to be her around yeah, what is know? it the 1950s <laughs> well, depending on the music in the club like you know i i, I know yeah. i can dance it's just there's something about being the guy on the dance floor throwing his hands up in the air like it feels awkward whereas if i'm invited to dance because the girl wants me to dance with her i feel a little more like it's accepting i can do mm. it i don't feel as awkward about it is that if you kind of get what i'm saying yeah yeah it's I like know. a mental barrier you want to you want to <laughs> pretend you're at a strip joint and just stand there and yeah. have girls dance yes. in front of you yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. a strip joint approach <laughs> it is <laughs> super it's super hot uh, when a guy can dance though oh my god when a guy can dance and i'm uh, not saying like you know full-on insane Backstreets back, kind of, you know. I'm just talking about a guy who's got a bit of rhythm. Man, that goes a long what way. What about a guy who does bits while he dances? Love it. Do you? Make me laugh. I yeah, love yeah, yeah. it. Do little like moves well, and like the sprinkler and all like, that kind of shit. I like putting my purse down on the floor. Well, yeah. you know this. You get yeah. into it and then you jump over well, it. Well, that's a friend of mine uh, does that with beer bottles. <laughs> yeah. He starts pretending he's almost like a Russian dancer. He does this like, weird or Greek, you know, kind of style of dancing, and then hops over beer bottles and treats it like it's this whole yeah. ritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah See, yeah. I'm never that guy. On the yeah, dance floor. that's not me. No. Do you? Would you? Um, back in the day, Bundes, ever get on the dance floor with just you and the Broskis, and then hopefully, like, slowly shuffle your way over to a group of girls, or do you need to go out and walk out in a like you know mixed gender group? Uh, no, the guys will still the guy. Some of the guys will still go out and dance and have fun. Um, but I'm always the one that's kind of like leaning at the bar until girls come into the mix, and then I kind of get into yeah. it. But there are some guys in in the group that I hang with that have no problem just like hitting the dance floor. Yeah, and I can't do that. Stuff. I can't go out with just a bunch of guys and dance. And that's one of the reasons why I have no interest in going to party in Vegas with like the boys. Because mm-hmm. last thing dance. I want, because I want to get out there and party with people, and I'm married. I'm not looking to get laid, so all yeah. I want to do is have a good time. And the last thing I want to do is just be out there with like five bros. Hey guys, because then you know, <laughs> Why not? first of all, because uh, I just think like everyone thinks you're out there to pound some pussy. You know, <laughs> well, just do you, man? You have to have one guy in the group that's an excellent conversation starter who has no problem going up to strangers and just starting random conversations with girls, guys, mm. anybody. And like for me, that's Brendan. Brendan, doesn't matter what room you're in, he can start a conversation with anybody. Mm. And he's always the icebreaker. So even though I'm like super awkward, like you're saying, like I couldn't go out and just dance with bros, you bring Brendan into the mix and he will start up a party with everybody. And then you kind of, you just get sucked into it because it becomes this fun thing. Yeah. I'm, you know what I will say? 
I'm pretty good at like getting other people into our group. People that are around, like having sure. fun with them yeah. and including them in the fun. And then yes. But in order to do that, I got to be with other women because it makes me feel like I'm not being threatening to them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if it's just a bunch of guys and then you're starting to like have fun with a girl on a dance floor, I think they're just thinking you're looking to pick them up as opposed to just including them into the party. Well, that's a shame because I wouldn't judge. I wouldn't uh, even if I'm married, I wouldn't stop dancing with you if we were just having fun we were in the zone, in the zone. we're doing a little thing on the floor yeah well, you know like, yeah, you, go, are, you go. are not the norm <laughs> most girls think of you as though you're just trying to like get I've in had their girlfriends pants. like that that are like threatened at every single move a guy ever does a guy comes up to me i immediately put up the block i'm like what is your fucking problem chill out first of all if a guy comes up to you i take it as a compliment so i'm flattered yeah as long as they're not coming at you dick first no. which you see a lot in vegas <laughs> yes like you're sh- it's shocking how many guys will go up and just immediately just start like humping yeah that's like a dog that's that gross. hasn't been trained and a guy like thinks he can grab your hips and just start grinding yeah you're like, yeah what the fuck is this yeah no that's it and i think there's too many guys like that that are ruining it for guys like me and that's yes. why i need to have some other women with me so Some it's female like oh, this energy. guy's just having a good time we're yeah. just having everyone's partying yeah yeah in yeah. the moment for sure but that's what i miss about like office christmas parties and stuff like that because everyone kind of knows each other and and, yeah. and if there's like music playing and we're dancing like everyone would know tucker's ma- happily married yeah we're just partying, just partying here being at a wedding with your wife or yeah, other people right totally very rarely is i'm trying to think if my wife's ever around for the unless it's a wedding like every time i've partied in vegas it's been work trips so she hasn't been there right. i'd love for her to be there too yeah i can't remember the last time i was at a nightclub with deb with and deb just like ripping it <laughs> you guys should go out I mean, yeah, I don't think she really, she's been to Vegas for work too. It's not really like the place we would ever go to, like as our, uh, oh, we got to go to Vegas together. Totally. It'll be so much fun. We want to be circus. around water. and Yeah, it's a circus yeah. in Vegas, I find. I, 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 I'm the same. I'd rather go to Miami. Way better, You man. know, I'd rather Way go better. to yeah. like, I'd rather go to LA. I'd rather go to a real town. I feel like Las Vegas is not a real town. You know, it's tourists, at least where yeah. I'm hanging out. It's like out. being at Disney World, in a way. Yes. You know, it's just, uh, it's ridiculous. The buildings look ridiculous. Yeah. Everything is just uh, exaggerated. Yes. And you know? You, but you get all the people that are like, they just want to ball out so hard. And they go out of control <laughs> in Vegas. Whereas if you go to somewhere like Miami and you hit a couple clubs up, you got locals there and you got people that are just not as as insane as they are in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know how to explain it. My, my it, Miami is just a better Vegas in my opinion. It's Vegas, but with a you've with been an ocean. to Vegas, all right? Yeah. How yep. many times have you gone to Vegas? Uh, yeah. Twice. Okay. And you've been to Miami how many times? Ah, uh, four. Yeah, and mm. it just that's your go-to. If you're going to go to like party and uh, cuz you got the beach, you know, it's the daytime stuff that yeah. makes it cuz in Vegas, if you're not into gambling, which I'm not, yeah. you basically spend the day recovering and getting ready to party again. And they, yeah. don't get me wrong, they have some epic pools in Vegas. Totally. 
to sit around. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same as an ocean. But it's no. not the same as an ocean. Oceans, you can go walking. There's yeah. like yeah, the different vibe completely. Even eating next to an ocean, like yeah. if you can find a, a restaurant that has like a table kind of on the water. Oh my God. To, to be a rich person, living in Miami <laughs> would be pretty cool. And you know, uh, we just, we were having this conversation. I don't know if it was in a podcast. And then I dove down a hole of like getting on realtor.com. Yes. Just seeing what like, Cool, kick-ass Miami condos cost. Like, you know, not massive mansions, just a good one-bedroom condo with a view of Miami and the ocean. Kind of like Dexter's place? Well, the place I was looking at would be more like, you know, a typical condo tower, glass and Mm -hmm. everything like that. Mm -hmm. And it was... You know, you could get a place for three hundred grand. Okay, so similar to Toronto. No, because Toronto that'd be yeah, like two hundred thousand dollars less than Toronto. This is U.S. dollars. Yeah, but I mean, you're making U.S. dollars if you're living in the U.S., so Mm. it's not such a big deal. Gotcha. You know, like a young person can live in Miami a lot in a way more baller way than a young person can live in Toronto. Wow. And it's frickin' Miami. Yeah. You know. Guys, let's book a trip as soon as we can. Let's go party you in know, Miami. Real, yeah, yeah, real yeah, estate yeah, yeah. in general in the States, unless you're looking to live in Manhattan or mm. or uh, on some like private island in Miami, mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy how much cheaper cool, awesome houses are with infinity pools and all that kind of stuff. You just need to get offered a gig in the States and then you sell your place here and you head on over and you buy a baller pad. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess. I don't could be I, on the boat 24-7 all uh, throughout the oh, year. I was thinking about, like, if I lived in Miami mm-hmm. and I had two weeks off, well, you go to the Bahamas on your boat. Because oh it's God. like it's like a 20, well, you need to, the right weather window. So maybe you bring your boat over first, mm-hmm. a couple weeks in advance just to make sure. And then, uh, How then long it's of there. a boat ride? Oh, uh, to get to the, it's like 22 hours from Miami to uh, Bimini, Bahamas. You have to cross the Gulf Stream, which can be challenging depending on the weather weather conditions because the current's so strong Mm -hmm. that if the wind's blowing against it, the sea state can be really violent. So like you really do need the perfect (laughs) window. But anyway, even if you live in Miami and you got on like one of those little uh, puddle jump planes, those little planes, you're in the Bahamas in no time. Oh my God. All those places are so accessible. You just got to deal with people who live in Florida, which is, you know, like that country. If you're not rich and baller, it's like a sketchy, sketchy fucking state. Yeah. Is it, okay, like, I, it definitely is. There's a lot of weird shit that happens in Florida. But is it only because they have that law where they publish all the different stories, mm-hmm. the random stories? Like, would it be the For same sure? in Pennsylvania or Arkansas? No, if they no. Would- I don't think so. I think I know what you're saying because uh, my, in Florida they have like different rules for um, for uh, what's what's uh, disclosing disclosing all the different crimes that have happened. Mm-hmm. So you always get those hey crazy story out of Florida. <laughs> These two people rode a lawnmower across the state, hammered you know like all that crazy stuff. But I, I feel like uh, because of you know the warmth and everything and it just um, attracts people. It just attracts people to live down there. Some yeah. sketchy people when I. I was in Daytona, man. Like people were just down to fight. Really? There's a lot of. It was a pretty trashy place overall. Oh fuck! See, I wouldn't like that. I was it's drawn. It's like Sobble Beach, but on oh. steroids. Mm. Like it just, you know, everyone's driving on the beach and everyone just wants to get hammered and fight. Mm-hmm. But I find that like 
all the places in America that I've ever been to, whether it was Chicago or Missouri in there, like, or LA, New York, everyone's harder in the States. Everybody, like, I, I don't feel like people are as nice in the States as they are in Canada. Yeah, uh, that could be, you know, I don't have a lot of experience in traveling with the U.S. other than like being in uh, border states like New England, mm-hmm. you know. Vermont and uh, and New York. I've been to Florida a bunch of times. I've been to Vegas a couple of times. I mean, we camped in the Florida Keys. Key Largo? You think, oh, Key Largo, Florida Keys. Oh, yeah. Key Largo, Fucking trashy, trashy (laughs) island. Super trashy island. We we, we camped at this campground, like, filled with bikers, and uh, (laughs) it it felt like we were going to get murdered every night. I remember driving to New York um, with Matt, and uh, once we got across into the States, and we were stopping at hotels on our way and just crashing, we we picked this one hotel, and uh, it was pretty late. It must have been, like, 11 or 12 when we showed up, and just to get a room, and when we... Stood there, there was a guy at the reception desk with a newspaper, and it was clear we walked into the hotel and the door closed, and we made quite a sound putting our luggage down. It's like an episode of Shit's Creek. <laughs> yeah, and he refused to put the paper down until I said, Hello? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, in Canada, they w- you would have put the paper down and you would have said, hi, guys, welcome. Uh, yeah. Do you have a room? But this guy, I realized, oh, I'm going to have to ask him to put the paper down for him to do his job. It's fucking weird. I'm like, wow, people are, people are weird Well, you here. say that, though, but if you ask me when it comes to restaurant service, uh, last time I was in Florida, we were staying out just outside of Miami in an area called Surfside. Holy shit, their servers were amazing. Yeah, like, I, I concur with amazing. that. Amazing. Yeah. Restaurants are the oh. one place in the States where they, the waitresses or the staff, it's like they do everything they can. And not in an annoying way. No. It's not like they're always coming back, can it, you know, like bugging do you. Anything you? Else? Yeah. They're just shit's getting done around you and you like you don't even have to pay attention. It's just it's your you, your glass is always full. There's always like if you there's never like, oh, can we get drinks? Like none of nothing like that Interesting. was my experience. Yeah, and then the serving size is huge. Huge, yeah, so you're <laughs> yeah. generally happy. But, um, but you know, also, like, Americans are really good tippers, and maybe that's why their service is so good. Is You know, I, I didn't realize that Canadians are actually not great tippers. Oh. If you travel with Americans ever, you'll see the difference when people start talking about, like, oh, how much should we tip or what should mm. we give? Like, Canadians are always like, oh, 10, 15 percent. Oh, well, it was good, 20. Like, right. when I've been on trips with a bunch of American guys, they tend to make the Canadians look bad. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, I, remember- I think they got more money, though, just because their taxes are lower and their cost of housing's lower. So maybe they're throwing around the dollar-dollar bills, <laughs> y'all, like, way more often than we are in Canada, where we're like, Jesus, my mortgage, I can't, if I tip you, I'm going to be a little short this month. Yeah. I, I remember when we were, when we were in Miami and we were partying at the club, it was like, I don't know, almost three o'clock in the morning the place was shutting down and we hadn't paid the bill yet and we were all loaded and the waitress gave us the bill and the tip was already included within the bill smart but everybody was so loaded that like nobody was really paying attention so my one buddy ended up tipping another four hundred dollars on top of the already three hundred dollar tip that was on the bill this girl made so much money off us that night oh Oh my god i hate when they don't tell you that (laughs) 
I, I did that at Boston Pizza. I was pissed. I was like, <laughs> nowhere no near to that level. Like we were there for a hockey tournament and we had had the worst service ever. We had a reservation. We show up with the hockey team. We've been sitting there for like 15 minutes. No one's come. And then someone finally shows up into our area, which was sort of like this separate area. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, your server's running late. Like, well, how the how is that our problem? Like, right. send somebody else then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so we ended up like, it was the worst service through the whole meal. Mm-hmm. And then they give us individual bills based on our jersey number, which is what you do on hockey tournaments. Like okay. your kids, everybody in your family orders under the jersey number so they can keep track that of who's That must be so annoying. Oh, it's super annoying. <laughs> it's the worst part of hockey tournaments is group dinners. Unless it's like all prepaid in advance. Right. And, uh, and then so they give me my bill... And then I pay it. And then after I realized they included the tip in it without telling sure, any of us. So right. I double tipped that I was, I was just like, I just wanted to leave. I wasn't going to start over. Uh, it is a piss off as a bar owner when you're serving tables and everybody wants separate bills. It's like, oh my God. And I am always enamored at how our servers do it so quickly. You know, because if you asked me to do that, I'd be like, oh, fuck. And then they remember what you drank, you know, and people ask after the fact. And it's literally like they're going to have to look at that bill and remember who had what. And there might be eight to ten people at that table. It's really not easy. You do have to bring that up right away, preferably if you want separate bills. And then you got somebody that's doing math. (laughs) <laughs> well, part of the problem too, like I get it, because uh, if you're out with a group of people, people are coming and going too. Yes, they are. So if someone shows up at the last half hour, they don't want to be like, you know. Just start your own tab. Just say I'd like to start yeah. my own tab. Yeah, I, I hate that stuff. That like me and my friends, whenever we go out, we just like take turns. It's like it's your that's turn. The best. Yeah, but that's when you start and finish. Usually, if someone comes in the last half hour, you, you know, <laughs> like we we'll do that when we go out for dinner. Now, most of the time, if it's a group of guys, we all sit, we all eat, mm-hmm. we all order drinks, and then we divide it by the number of heads at the table. Great way to do it. But you know, as long as people aren't like, I'll have the lobster thermidor with a side of uh, oysters, <laughs> and bring me your best white wine or whatever it is you know like um but then sometimes people will come after we've all eaten and then they'll start drinking and you know it's not fair to them if we're all of a sudden like oh too bad yeah he's paying half of it or the worst is when you're not drinking for whatever reason and then you're like oh guys i wasn't drinking like why should i have to like you know say you're driving and they're like well sometimes you win sometimes you lose (laughs) you know it can be a bit annoying that kind of thing but, you know, to your point of that it's annoying for you to divide up bills, I feel like that should be the gold standard, you know? And then if people, like, if, if that should be the norm, and mm. then if you want to be included altogether, then you ask for that. Mm-hmm. Like, any group comes in, you should automatically assume they're all different. Mm-hmm. How hard would that be? Like, to just be... Separate bills for everyone is always a pain because the way the system is, is it's tables. So like the way the Monaris like money system is in restaurants is a table. So you press a table. Now you can press a table. And then add people? And then uh, you, what you're going to do when you press that table, it's going to be all the drinks. And then when you can separate that, when people want to pay out is how you separate it. But everything goes on one table. Well, why wouldn't there be a, an application where it's like seat one, two, three, four, five, you six can do it like table. You can do it like that too yeah. but that's like a separate thing well, so at the thing. bar get at, that thing. at the bar no yeah. you don't have to buy it it's oh. just a separate way to have your system it's hard to do both but at the bar we do like each individual seat 
right? Yeah, because so. there's a good chance people are showing up alone. Yeah, or like there's a two, you know. Yeah. But it is, it's just... Um, People get good at it. But for me, it's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) You know, I even hate doing the Moneris machine, like just handling the whole like punch it in and then you punch it. You know, how does it rectify with the machine back? It's not my area of expertise. And then sometimes the machine crashes. Oh, my God. That was happening to us when it was really cold and we're doing takeout. The the freaking machine's crashing. So we're just giving away things. We're just like, why really? are we open? Well, we just hope that they'll come back tomorrow and settle uh, up. Yeah. Which, you know what? Most, Most people, people do. do. Yeah. People are good. Yeah. People are good. You some know, people you, are definitely good. And I, there's a lot of shitty people though, <laughs> too, right? So yeah. I owe Loblaws some money. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened? Did the machine crash? No. You know what I did yesterday? What? I had a case of uh, like a 12-pack of club soda on the lower rung. Bottom rack. Bottom rack. Totally forgot about it. Didn't realize it until I got to my car and I started unloading groceries. I'm like, ah, oops. Don't remember pulling that out and putting it on the old conveyor. And so, I mean, it's only, I think the club, the president's choice club soda is like $3 for 12. Yeah. Uh, And I'm sure I I could easily justify by saying, oh, I I spent so much money there. What's three bucks? But I, part of me still feels guilty. I think you just admitted to a felony. Is it a felony? Yeah. I mean, it, it was an accidental theft. I mean, what should I do? Next time I'm in uh, and buying club soda, I'd be like, can you charge me for two? Because one time I took one. <sighs> That's a tough one. Just scan whatever, you know, twice, even though you only bought one product, you know? Yeah, yeah you could do up. that. But uh, yeah, definitely if you have a cashier, they're going to be like, oh God, because, you know. Well, they if you just scan it twice. If you scan it twice, it'll probably say, be fine. You know, like, you know. You think they ever get a box of stuff that wasn't accounted for from like the factory? Oh my God. The food people. Yeah. So maybe what comes around goes around. It wasn't intentional. I once stole a sweatshirt from Costco by accident. (laughs) And uh, um, well, I went in and I used to have this thing where I would, if I only needed a couple of things, I wouldn't take a cart just to make sure that I couldn't buy anything extra other than what I could carry. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went in for some steaks, let's say. Okay. And I'll be like, okay, I'm not grabbing a cart because I know I'm going to see other things I want. Yeah. I can easily drop 400 bucks like mm-hmm. in a moment. Totally. A couple of things here, a couple of things there. But if I can't carry it, I can't buy it. Okay. So then I remember walking by the clothing area and they usually have some like decent sweat tops and stuff for $15, $22 in that range. Yeah. I see one. I'm like, hey, that's cool. I throw it over my shoulder. <laughs> Then I go in, I grab a couple things, I go to the cash, I pay for it. They got, they even have the people that check your receipt on the way out. Yes. Unbeknownst to me until I get to my car, <laughs> that sweatshirt's just on my shoulder like a, like a scarf. <laughs> and I walked out. Oh my God. Next time, I actually went in, next time I went in, I went to that little like customer service desk. I'm like, I accidentally walked out with this. They thought I was crazy. Did for they? going back to them. They you gave know. you like a crazy person look? They gave me a crazy person, but I felt guilty. And I, I, I part of me sort of believes a little bit into karma. And like, I was like, oh, what if I start wearing that sweatshirt and I just get like stabbed while I'm wearing oh, it? Like, you know, it'll please. be like, I deserved it because I stole it no, unintentionally. I, th- I think Costco's doing pretty good right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, it, yeah, that's why they thought I was nuts for saying, oh, I accidentally walked out with this the other day. And they're like, so I'm like, yeah, could you just like charge me for it? And they're like, oh, okay. You idiot. <laughs> yeah. I, I was also curious to see what they were going to re- how they were going to react. Imagine they just like called the cops. <laughs> <laughs> this big thing. 
I want to pay for it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you admitted late. to theft. What did Bonus say? That's a felony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Guys, Miami. That's it. I Go. know. It's too bad. Uh, I think they're on one of those. I was trying to look at all the uh, states that voted for Trump. And I was like, well, those are states I don't have any interest in visiting anytime soon. I hated that guy. I feel like Miami uh, is pretty Trump-friendly place. I'm I'm still going. You're still going? (laughs) It's a party, man. It's a big state. It's a big state. Sure is. Get to listen to these bangers. Deep house in the clubs. (laughs) Deep house. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.